It's the Andy Thompson Show on ESPN 97.7. Uh, Manila High School, right? That's right. Class yeah. of home of the Mustangs. Class of 2013. Holy cow. All right, go ahead. What do we got? All right, let's rock and roll. Here's what's on my mind today, fellas. Sources, shams. Netflix is creating a new NBA documentary series modeled after its NFL quarterback oh, show. Cool. The five players chosen for the first season of the project, LeBron James, Jason Tatum, Jimmy Butler, Anthony Edwards, and DeMontis Sabonis will be who this documentary crew is following around. And I have to say, listen, I know the NBA in terms of of discussion and popularity and where the sport currently stands right now is waning more often than not in terms of interest due to the flopping and the three-point shooting and the, you know. the crap I say. Yeah, yeah, exactly. All the stuff the old man Andy says. I understand that. And I love the NBA as much as the next guy. Big jazz man over here. But I don't care about this at all. This docuseries. It can pack sand, man. Like, I I really... Why not? They're missing the point here of what made the quarterback documentary good. All right? Patrick Mahomes, elite superstar. Love it. Kirk Cousins, middle-of-the-road guy trying to make it. He's borderlines on mid to good, right? Right. Marcus Mariota, bubble dude. Should he even be on an NFL roster? He certainly probably shouldn't be starting on an NFL team, right? So you have these three interesting dynamics that create it. Right now, the NBA... They're picking their they're picking five superstars. I care enough about so LeBron wait. James. Go ahead. Sorry, sorry. No, no, no. LeBron, A D Sabonis. No, LeBron, Sabonis, Jimmy Butler, Jason Tatum, and uh, Anthony Edwards oh. in Minnesota. All right. I hear about LeBron James and Jimmy Butler any day any day I turn on my radio. If, if I'm listening to ESPN, if I'm listening to, to Fox Sports, whatever, I'm gonna hear about these guys. It's just how it works. They play for the Miami Heat. They play for the Los Angeles Lakers. What's been the topic all day today? The Lakers free throw discrepancy against the Toronto Raptors and Darko's rant out there in Raptor country. Point is, I don't need another documentary because they're well documented already. Anthony Edwards is interesting. Sabonis, sure, why not? Throw him in there. Jason Tatum has what? How much personality? Out of 100%, maybe 20% personality, 15% personality. So they just picked superstars and threw them in a pile and said, here you go, follow these guys. These guys are already followed. Give me something more interesting. I feel like they missed the point of quarterback and what made it interesting because you saw it from all angles, and now it's just a superstar documentary. We have enough of those. That's all I'm saying. Give us Fontecchio. Give us somebody who's a <laughs> okay. rotational player. Well, we Give views. us, a, you know what I'm saying? Give and us I love a little Simone. You know, uh, I agree with you. All stars. Like, is that something you would watch? Like, are you, I mean, not, I mean, binge later on. It, when it comes out and drops and releases, are you going to be there day one? Like, oh man, I got to watch this and see LeBron James. <laughs> I'll watch through this 82 game season. I'll watch any documentary behind the scenes. I don't care if it's about, you know, fishermen or something. Okay. Um, You're you're just a doc guy. I I love the doc. I love the behind the scenes stuff, Max. Yeah. You know, I I will say that with the quarterback thing, I almost didn't watch that one. Okay. Okay. Because to make your point, we hear way too much about Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs in general. Why? And that doc didn't do good stuff for Mahomes. Yes. In my opinion, it was a net negative for Mahomes' perception around NFL fans, right? For yes. I think Cousins went up. Cousins went way up. I think up. Mahomes went down a little bit. Yes. yes. Personally. And, to just, and so just from that as a whole, I don't care about Patrick Mahomes, okay? 
why should I care about Kirk Cousins? And really, why should I care about 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 Marcus Mariota in Atlanta? Okay, so for me, I was like, but guess what? I watched it anyways. Come on, I'm a sports guy because it's football. Yeah, because yeah, I'm a sports guy. You know, again, we we same thing. We hear we hear a ton about LeBron James, Jimmy Butler. Okay, okay, Demontis Sabonis. Okay, you know, you know, Anthony Edwards. Okay, you know, a, a rising guy, and and I could care less about Jason Tatum, right? But I'll probably still. I'm not gonna watch it the first day. I'm not gonna watch it the first day. Okay. But, but but I'll probably tune in just because I'm a basketball fan. Do we have to watch this? Right. But but you know. So yeah. So I'll probably watch it just because you know it's a different perspective. Kind and and since since the last dance and you see these these behind the scenes things, especially how that was created. Right. You know, people are kind of intrigued and drawn to the, this, these behind the scenes things yeah. now. Right. So yeah, I'll watch it. Definitely not gonna be a first day guy though. You know who will watch this? My wife. Uh, let's go to Big Game. Big Game, are you watching the Netflix behind-the-scenes thing? For I'm the definitely going to tune in for the Jimmy Butler segment because he's probably the most interesting dude of those five dudes. I mean, just the braids on uh, Media Day. I mean, just going emo. Or not the braids. It was the, the emo. emo yeah, yeah. That's great. You know, and to get inside of some of these players' heads and maybe we can understand, you know, Weird. not just on Jimmy's part, but on everybody else's part. Yeah. You know, it can, it helps us get I was crazy. athletes on a day-to-day life. Like, I remember with the quarterback series with Kirk, like, it yes. was always constantly going into his home life. And NBA players, they live a different life than the NFL players because In they got what? games every, you know, four, four games a week. NFL guys only got to play one a week. So... To see the everyday lifestyle of an NBA athlete can maybe help put things into perspective as us fans. All right. So that I'll definitely be looking forward to it. All right. Don't Very get good. me wrong. I'll watch it. I'm just saying it, it doesn't have the same allure to me that the I, quarterback I, I series captured. showed the life of a non-star in the NBA as well. I agree with you, Burns. All right. Let's say hello to from uh, straight out of Smithfield, Utah, Utah Tech University, Max F. Uh, Christensen. Max, bring it on, brother. Yeah. All right. I'm going to rant a little bit about it is time to to tip the scales a little bit when it comes to football in general, but especially fantasy football. Ooh. Okay. It is time to pick individual defensive players in fantasy football. Yes. <gasps> okay. That, yeah. That, 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 that's uh, done. It good. Good. Because, I mean, we recognize all these guys on offense and we know what they're doing and we know their numbers. This is, a lot of it's based off fantasy. Oh, this guy put up this many numbers last year. I want to do this, this, this. The defensive guys, and I'm biased, don't get recognized enough. Okay, who knows that Julius Peppers is the only player in NFL history with a hundred plus sacks and ten plus interceptions? How many people know that? No, production, the SEC is an outside linebacker. Absolutely. All right. Okay. J.J. Watt, Aaron Donald, Lawrence Taylor are the only three players in NFL history to win the Defensive Player of the Year award three times. J.J. did it in three of his first five seasons. Okay. Bobby Wagner, 33 years old in year 11 this season, led the NFL in tackles at 183. Okay. Okay. Don't forget about the Legion of Boom. All right. Everybody knows about Aaron Donald. Sure. But let's talk about the big guys. Okay. I play defensive tackle. Who knows what Dexter Lawrence is doing for the G-Men up in New York? Okay, what about Jeffrey Simmons in Tennessee? Quinn and Williams for Gang Green and the J-E-T-S Jets. Christian Wilkins in Miami and even Chris Jones in Kansas City. These guys don't get enough love. Okay, so I think in, 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 uh, because imagine the fantasy points of TJ Watt, Nick Bosa, Fred Warner. These guys will put it for you guys if you put, took them individually. So I think fantasy needs to add where you have to draft 
one defensive lineman, interior or exterior, either one. Okay, one defensive lineman, one linebacker, and one DB, either a safety or a corner, so that we can give some love back to the individual defensive guys as well and the numbers and the special things they're doing from their side of the football as well because we've already tilted the scale so much on the offense side of the football. Let's show these guys a little bit of love too. Yes, yes, and absolutely yes. In fact, Max, let me let me uh, paint a picture here for you. This year, on my fantasy football team right now, we ditched specifically defenses, all right? We're not going with the commander's defense. We're not going with the Bills' defense. We did individual players, two defensive that. slots. And we didn't necessarily have a defensive tackle linebacker. You could put a safety in there. You could put a cornerback. The recommendation is certainly a linebacker because you have a more a higher likelihood of getting tackles, sacks, yes. force fumbles, interceptions, right? So, but I love your idea of, of, of diversifying it. And here's the thing. Zier Franklin this year, on my main fantasy, he got me 11.7 points per game. All right, fifth fifth best fantasy linebacker that there was. All right, I had Robert Spillane of the Las Vegas Raiders in that other spot. He got me 10.7 points I don't know who that is. per game. Like, but and that's the thing though. That's what Max is getting at. You will. Like, I know that Robert Spillane is a dang good linebacker yes. in Las Vegas because he's on my fantasy team. Yes. How do you know everybody else in the NFL? Well, you probably have them on your fantasy team because I, as a Vikings fan, you as a Texans fan, James as a Colts fan, we know our team. But I, but I know specifically about other teams' players for the most part because of their fantasy production, and I think that works that way for a lot of football fans and for D. Defense, certainly the case. I'm trying to weigh on a week-to-week basis if I want to start Patrick Queen or Robert Spillane. When would I ever be discussing that in my entire life? Never. So doing it on the fantasy football scene is is fantastic. Gets rid of the team thing that's so unreliable and unpredictable, and you have to wave someone each and every single week and pick up someone else. You never stay with the same defense you drafted. The defensive players, though, you do. And I love that angle of it because it's honestly made fantasy football Let's not get sappy here, but it's made it more rewarding for sure. They are who we thought they were. All right, big game. You for that or, or against the defensive players in fantasy, buddy? I, I kind of want to be against you guys, but I've done fantasies with defensive players and without defensive players. And the biggest difference is basically just knowing who is out there more times than not, right? Yeah, you made up a good point. Zaire Franklin. And good note, Max, about Bobby Wagner. But Franklin would have been number one if he hadn't missed a game. So um, for guys like that, <clears throat> I'm the one that got it, it done and did a great job. Guys who kind of want to look for those sleeper picks because not every single season are are we going to be able to predict the top five tacklers or the top five TFLs in the league. Everyone's so focused on sacks, like sacks and interceptions, like that is the defensive stat. But when you look at who makes impact in the game the most, it is going to be those linebackers. And most of the time, it's going to be guys that we don't even know, right? Unless you are a fan of that team. So it is more rewarding in that aspect because when you're plugging in guys that are, you know, performing for you, it is that satisfaction of, okay, I kind of know what I'm doing here, right? So it gives you that confidence and it just adds a different element to fantasy. You know, it's not all just offense, offense, offense. Throw in the defensive guys. Make it a little bit more fun. So all right, I'm on, unanimous. I'm on I love it. That's bowl session. Quick break. Back, uh, close out the show right after this on the Andy Thompson Show with Rustin Burnside. Thanks for being with us.